Ooh, resume current broadcast is an option. So hopefully that intro saved. If not, this is a Calamity Jones hour, a calamitous <laughs> hour as fucking always. Perfect. Didn't start on time, but we'll see. Uh, they said resume, so hopefully this will be one. But anyway, it's January 22nd, 2021. Without further ado, my friend, and now yours, Mr. Darren Dillon. Woo! Um, well, you know how to use Skype. Um, I don't. You ended up being the like, the, the savior here. Which so. is really pathetic because I'm like the bottom rung of tech. I don't know what I'm doing. So that I know. means you're really, really fucked up. I know. It's really, really bad when, because like Bonnie's like, oh, I'm like the tech savvy one and I can like share things on Facebook and get around. And I've done Skype podcasts before, which is the most embarrassing part of all of this. But um, we learn and being under pressure is, I think, part of all of this. I think it's part of what we love probably as comedians. I didn't introduce you properly. Darren Dillon is a comedian. He's over here if I if I do it. Um, and he is, uh, yeah, so you must deal well under pressure being a comedian, right? Well, yeah, I mean, the live stuff never bothered me. I'm sure it never bothered you either. You know, we're paid to go up live and perform. Hey, so. you get paid to do comedy? <laughs> There's money? There's to. money going around? Um, but everything's changed now, you know, and there's always so much pressure on you, especially if you're taking this serious, like, you know, we do that you put something out there that eight o'clock you're going to be on. You want to be on at eight o'clock because that's you, that's your brand. Right. Right. I know. And And, you, yeah, I know. And that's why I, it was helpful to have someone like you, an experienced man who's just like, we're good. Just take your time, you know, cause you know, like yelling at a kid's not going to fucking help. Right, like Manny, right. we're late. We're late. What do you got? Like Glenn walked in after smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, "Yeah, uh, we didn't even start yet. I'm doing a password change because my my phone <laughs> thinks that I've abducted that I've been abducted because I literally have to change my password every time. It makes me because I used five fucking devices, so I forget yeah. my password, and then it doesn't know it's me, and so it takes forty five fucking minutes to get back into my fucking. Shit. It's well, that's just... constant. That's that's all of us have to deal with that. And that's gonna be gone soon. Because How? Uh, I'm just gonna put my I, head in and it's gonna I'll know. I'll explain it to you. Yeah, I'll explain it to you. If you would have watched my first episode and second episode of the newest podcast I'm doing, the Rabbit Hole podcast. <laughs> the Rabbit Hole. Yes, I have it on the screen. You can't see it right now because we're just Skyping, but when you see the show after, or you can pull it up live awesome. on your show. Oh, you should actually pull it up on your phone now. And as so, I tell so you guys could jump in there, but we addressed this with the episode of Elon Musk, number two, how he's going to have a little implant in all our brains and we're all going to be connected and all this shit's going to be ancillary. You're not going to worry about passwords. They're just going to know that I'm the fucking idiot that doesn't have passwords and then I'm just going to stick my head in. I mean, well, they're going to have a specific program just for you, Mandy, and they'll write it so that they know. That's, isn't that going to be complicated to write a, a different program for each individual snowflake out there? Because aren't we well, all individual snowflakes? Well, no, we're not. We're pretty we're basic? Really <laughs> we're pretty much, I decided today we're 50% ape and 49% alien. So I think that's what we are. We're not <laughs> and wait, what was, your fi- what, what was the final percent that you had? Because I think that, Oh, because I thought douchebaggery might have been higher around 3%. And for me, it might be nine. 
I have to be honest, but because <laughs> you have to have a certain amount of douchebaggery in your life to not get taken advantage of. Like I'm sure you've taught your kids, like you can't get taken. Like all right, guys, I'm just talking about Darren because he's my friend. You guys don't know him. He's got two children. Uh, state their genders and ages <laughs> so they can uh, relate. So well, people can I relate. Little, I have. I have two little ones. And oh, I have you have three kids. You have three teenager, children. Right? You have three children. 16, 11, and 7. <laughs> okay. So girl, the, boy, the, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl, boy, girl. All right. So All right. so you've had to instill some sort of douchebaggery into your children for them not to get taken advantage of, correct? Well, that... that, that or is it inherent because you're nine? Right. It's, that runs deep. Please, I have to rain it down on them. They, um... <laughs> they all think they're a tough guy from New York down here, you know, like, oh, we're from New York and no one's going to mess with us, you know? <laughs> but are they? I mean, how, what, what are some of the transitions that you used moving from, I've never made a big move. I lived in New York my entire life. I mean, what's it like moving? Like, have you been, have you made big moves like that before? Like lived out no. of state and what's it like? It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. I don't know how we did it. Um, I'll never do it again. <laughs> Next time I'll hire people. Fuck this. It was. Oh, uh, just the, the amount of stuff. Thing, the, the only good thing, Mandy, was I threw out so much of their shit. Yes. No, that they is. Had no idea. They're like, Daddy, where's this? I'm like, I don't, you know, there's still another truck coming. Well, you know, keep it off fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, their shit. <laughs> Some stuff I got lost in the move. Oh, my God. But it's crazy. That move is insane because. You know, I, there's no planning for it. You just have to do it. You just have to start doing it and doing it. And it happened so fast because it was right around this time. Everything was starting to happen with COVID and the lockdowns and people worried about jobs and shit. And um, I was lucky enough that I was still working from home, but the company I was working with was really, you could tell it was going to go. And I was done. I was done there. I was like, you know what? I'm thinking it's time for maybe a change. And this was like the impetus. You know, all our families down here, my mom's down here. Oh, okay. I, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. I know well, because I, I know Jess's family's down there. I didn't know, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and then your mom's down there as well. That's awesome. Right. So, um, and she got sick. So we're like, let's just bam. You know, we'll go. And we did it. I'm glad we did because I feel like I feel ten years younger. Like I feel invigorated. Yeah, uh, dude, you're on your longboard. One of my biggest regrets right now is that my longboard is in my fucking storage unit. I moved a year ago, and like, there's tires in there and, like, a couple of other things, but my fucking longboard's in there, and that's what I want. And so much fun. So, dude, uh, if, uh, may I ask your age? I'm 50. How? But you started, but I'm to start longboarding at 50, God bless you, dude. Yeah. I see you out I'm with kids. It. It's awesome. All the time. It's, it's, it was the best move we could have done. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're going to Florida. I guess you're packing it in. I'm like, well, you know, nothing was happening in New York. There's still nothing happening in New York. And, and you, you can just call me. Here. We're basically, right. you're in New York right now. Yeah. It's called the so, internet, guys. It was a good move. You know, the clubs are open down here. Oh, good. Into them. Okay. I haven't jumped in yet. You know, I don't want to take chances. You know, ha had just, you just has got an immune pro you know, problem. I don't want to get her sick. God forbid. You know. So yeah, no, yeah. My, yeah, my mother always says choose life. Right. <laughs> like with certain like silly stuff, she's like, yeah, choose Absolutely. life. Like with like something like 
needing to get back into a club full of snot-nosed people that are, you know, yeah. it's one thing where if they were going to be, everyone's definitely doing, you know, because you guys are like balls to the wall down there. You got to like, yeah. no, no masks, like fucking, it's like cowboy. Well, actually, I have to tell you, they started wearing masks now. It's, it's changed a little bit. It's gotten okay. better. Okay. When we first got down here, it was a little bit crazy, but mostly everyone's wearing masks now. Okay. But, um, yeah, it, it's the Wild West out here. It really, <laughs> really is. And I'm dying to go to the clubs. I really am. I want to. I mean, I haven't performed since we performed last summer. That's how long it's been. Yeah. So I just don't want to. I'm going to wait, you know, till the vaccines and it cools down because, like you said, choose life. It's not worth it. Yeah. It'll be there. Exactly. Exactly. And what I like want to do like every time that it's like, oh, I like I'm not going to go out to a mic on a Monday night when I should be on a mic. Because when I first started comedy, I was like, oh, I'm going out every night. I'm going to learn jokes. I'm going to write jokes. I'm going to see what jokes work. And I'm like, if I'm not going to go out because I'm not going to physically try jokes, I should at least take a notebook out and I should try writing or at least go through my phone and take a couple memos out and extrapolate on a couple things cut the fat out of a couple things like because you living and taking a break from um life gives you jokes like i'm sure the move i'm sure you have a whole hour um, worth of material on moving from state to state well, with with three kids of those ages yeah well what you said is so smart uh, it's it's living you get your act from living you know, you just can't be in an apartment writing jokes all day like some nebbish, you know, from the 1980s. It doesn't work anymore. You have to live. And living is where the material comes from. And I've had so much. I've written a lot. I really have written a lot. And I'm dying to get it up on stage and give it some legs. But, um, you know, that, that time will come. It's just it's been a whirlwind. It really has been. You know, I moved down here with no job. Just like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Because you, know? you do, yeah. you do. Honestly, yeah. my, my, uh, my, I'll never forget my friends. Uh, she's basically like an aunt to fucking whatever. My, my, and my in-laws. Friend of the right. family. She's fucking blood, not blood related. I can't even explain her on a tree, but she's in there. But anyway, she had said to me, like, her plan with her, her man was like, we're going to have a, they were, they were married, but we're, we're not going to have the kid until the house is big enough. And then she's like, it got to a point where we're getting older and we looked at each other and we said, we're going to have the kid in the small house and then we buy the bigger house and we fucking move with the kid. We figure it out. Right. We fucking, we adapt and we overcome and we figure it out. Like, um, you know, it's even Glenn and I buying this house is like, we bought, thank God we got it right before, uh, the pandemic, um, because working remote on we would have killed each other in the little house we were living in just because being on top of one another and then me needing I got crazy just having my computer at my kitchen table like having that mental stress of having work in the like hi beautiful how are you I'm good how are you I'm great I love seeing your beautiful face you're such a positive beam of light she don't know you. Right? I am. You are. Every time I see her in public, she is a beam of light. What She's we do best. in our own homes is between us and our loved ones. <laughs> but I want. I want to. Oh, yeah, she can't hear you. You know. I just realized oh. she can't hear you. <laughs> so I'm signing to her. Well, we I'm talking to you. He goes. I just realized she can't hear you. I'm totally addressing you. I'm calling you beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you're such a doll. I said you're a beam of light. And he's like, she is not. I was like, you don't know what goes on. 
<laughs> in I our own homes. You are a beam of light. You are. No. No. Jess, while I have you on, mm-hmm. a moment that was something when I would have, when I first met you two, something that you told me that made, that laughing is important is you, you said that you left a little post-it for yourself, turn on the dishwasher, and, and Darren adds, talk dirty yeah, to the wake toaster. Up. I wake Talk dirty to the toaster. I woke oh, yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> and I met you, and I'm like, she's fucking cool, man. Uh, it's because it's not easy to be uh, a spouse of a comedian. Glenn fucking puts up with a lot with me. A lot. <laughs> yeah. I know how he feels. <laughs> no, you guys are fucking awesome. I, we were just talking about the move and all the good stuff, so I wish you guys so much fucking well down there. I hate it down here. (laughs) You're in a bikini every day, you bitch. I fucking, there's so many things crawling around here that bite me, that want to eat my face. Everything. There are coyotes running in front of my window at night. You got a big dog? Your dog's like a. It's not like you got like a. alligators in the lakes. We ran a a snake. um, What do you call it? What kind of snake was it? No, the one that went on Lily. Oh, it was a copperhead. A copperhead snake crawled up my seven-year-old's ankle. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so all right. I'm it's living a- in the yeah. land of the lost here. I want to come home. Oh, <gasps> uh, it's all right. There's. I have to defrost my windows in the morning. Don't worry, you're not missing anything. Well, there was no, snow in my driveway for two days. Don't worry. All right. Yeah, but I never had to worry about that anyway. <laughs> Me neither, but I have to look at it. No, that's true. That's true. And I got to right, hear well, I hope I get to see you guys. I know. Mwah. I owe you All a right, so Be good. I'll sneak away and come up and we'll hang out. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Jessica Dillon, everyone. Yes, the fabulous. You couldn't I hear. You, I, Jessica Dillon. I, could, I was singing so her funny. praises because I was saying it's not easy being the spouse of a comedian. No, it's not. Uh, you know, because we're like number one egotistical fucking crazy yeah. maniacs. So we usually it's pair worse. with we usually pair with people that are on a different level of insanity. Like she, like she just giggles at everything. Like she's great. Yeah, she totally she's has. Her, a, <laughs> she like not, you know. She's not like offense offended at things. No, 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 no at anything. Please, and you, I mean. And you guys totally encourage your kids to be their weird people that they are. The 49% alien that you are, you right. really encourage yeah. that? We do. We absolutely do. <laughs> and I think that's really positive for, like, a kid because, like, you know, you need that. You need that creativity. Because right now, me yeah. with the computers, like, uh, we're doing it because it's to, you know, we're having a conversation. We're putting on a podcast, whatever. But it's the writing, the jokes. It's the real creativity. It's the actual laughing in the moment that I think mm-hmm. matters in the grand scheme of things. Can we talk about your podcast a little bit? The Rabbit Hole Podcast? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't think you know Steve Laszlo. He's, I don't know was, Steve. I don't. He's a Long Island guy. He was okay. one of the old... He started before me, you know, he started with Kevin and all those guys and Joey. So he's been around for a while and he moved out to LA, I think in 99 or 2000, he was out there. He was out there for like 10 years. So I, I went out there and visited him a couple of times and, um, he was really making a lot of headway. Then things changed. He moved again. He ended up here in Florida. 
that's where I am now. And so we're like back again. We're like, you know, two kindred spirits. So uh, the podcast was his idea that he came up with. He's like, you know, it's like a rabbit hole. First, he was thinking, I want to talk about trending subjects and what's going on. And, and basically just an outlet, like you said, because we're sitting around doing nothing. We're creative people. We want to get out there. You know, the clubs are out open here, but Steve is, he's a uh, diabetic. So he's high risk. So he yeah. doesn't go out and take a chance. So you look for other outlets, like you said. So his idea was we'll dive into rabbit holes. Cause I would say how I'll start looking at a YouTube video. And that leads me to one, to another, to another, where you started looking up, you know, how to build a mud hut. And now you're looking at back alley abortions that were drawn in the 1930s for propaganda Nazi cartoons. So it's crazy where it takes you. So that's our, our premise behind it is we pick the trending topic of that, of that week of what's going on in YouTube. You know, the first one, it was actually robots. Then it was Elon Musk. This week we did one about rabbit holes, a rabbit hole episode about rabbit holes, going into all the rabbit holes that you can find on YouTube. And it's, us just, you know, looking at the stupid videos and talking and interacting. And um, Steve and I have a great rapport. We always did. Um, he's never been funnier than when he was in my Jeep when we were driving back and forth to the city. That's what <laughs> comics would always say about him. He killed killed in the Jeep. So um, once we get our legs under us, you know, because we haven't been working together forever, I know it's going to be a real interesting lesson. You know, uh, right now we're just doing it on YouTube. We're just trying to build that channel. Uh, eventually we'll get it up on a platform and you can listen to them as well. But it's not just a, an audible. It's it's a view. It's a visual where it's a little interactive. So you can see what we're talking about. It's it's similar to like what Rogan does, but it's just no way as, you know, high end and as popular as what he's doing. But it's similar. But you know what? We were talking in the beginning that people are so basic and that they really aren't very different. But you and your friend will, uh, you and Steve will have a different show than Joe Rogan because you're not Joe Rogan. And it could right. be better than Joe Rogan to a different ear. You know, like sure. people, somebody, one of my friends, I won't uh, get that, I won't let their name out, but it was getting down about comedy the other day. And I was like, it's like music. Not everyone's going to like and dance to every tune. But yeah. can we all agree that music is fucking wonderful? <laughs> like, yep. you know, and if it's maybe that somebody's comedy is not your style, doesn't mean that you're a bad person, doesn't mean that they don't like you, it doesn't mean, that, you know, and like, and success and funny and funny and success never equal each other in comedy, which is, which is funny. Because there's true. a lot of guys that are, that guys and gals that are funny that I'm like, if you work on this shit, if you worked on this and you, you tried, you'd be fucking killing it right now. But there are people that just think that somebody's going to walk into a bar and go, you're, you're the next person. Which doesn't happen. <laughs> no, you have to doesn't build happen. doors and create yeah. opportunities for yourself. And it's like, not a meritocracy, like you said. The, the funniest, most talented don't always succeed. They don't. Right. And, and it's, a lot of people think that's so unfair, but... That's how it is. And you got to just realize that maybe someone else got something because they worked harder or they got lucky. Either way, you can't let that eat you up. That's right. not going to help your act. Right, right. Exactly. The only competition you have is to live in the mirror. And I try to live by that. I really do just try to live by looking at myself yesterday and how I am doing. Because once you start I, looking at – because if I go on Instagram right now – People are, you know, people my age are going in all different directions. People are starting businesses. People are having kids. People are, you know, clothing company. People have all different shit going on. 
that, that, you know, they're first getting their feet, graduating with, you know, becoming lawyers. I just became a doctor. I just fucking, you know, right. nailing their first fucking big landing job. And it's like, whoa, they got like a, they got like a path that they're like forging. And it's, yeah. it's intimidating if you look at it, especially because we only put the good scope on here. You don't put the fucking... Like, you don't put the art, you don't put the arguments on Facebook. You only put, yeah. oh, this is as happy as can be. Like, right, there's right. literally, there on a Facebook, Glenn and I got tagged for celebrating a friendship because we have 10 photos together, like, tagged. This was before I was doing podcasting at home, like, because he sits at the table with me at a lot of the time and will do interviews with me. But he, um, we were tagged in 10 photos together because I'm like, my comedy page, when I, when you see me on, when you go to Mandy Jones, the comedian on Facebook, or Mandy Jones on Facebook, I want you to see me with a mic. I want you to see where you can find me perform. Now it's all where my podcasts are and what the recent shit is. And if I mentioned a podcast, where to find your podcast and where to find the, this music I said I like and this guy and this and that. And I try to keep it settled because it's like if I just start posting like everyone in my family's birthday and every, yeah. you know, it gets so jumbled. And it's like, it's just, I, it's just really hard to manage what people see. And like, there's, it's funny because like over the weekend, like I almost am like not on the phone a lot. Like, I, like, when I should be, like, oh, Saturday, like, oh, doing, like, a promo, like, don't forget to watch Mandy Jones. Like, when people are actually on is when I should be doing it, but it's when I'm, like, so fucking done with the phone. And then on Sunday, I'm, like, all right, I got to get the flyers out for, like, this week. Like, I got yours out yesterday for today. Like. It's hard. Like, it's, it's not easy when you're on that all the time. And <laughs> I'm the same way on the weekends. I, I don't want to look at it. You know, if I'm doing something with the kids, I'll post something up, whatever, like you said, but. It's 24-7 when, when you're doing, when you're trying to be successful at what you and I are trying to do. It's, you got to be doing it all the time and you got to be on top of it and try to be a little innovative or, or, or different or whatever it may be to get that following. Right. And plus be creative, give good content and be likable. Something we both do that I admire you for, you will not talk politics on your rabbit hole podcast or yes, at least. We'll see. Well, you said, but if we do talk it, I can tell you this, it's not going to be bickering back and forth. It's not going to be inflammatory. Who's and who's not. Right. It's going to be, let's go in and see who's responsible for this. Who did that? Where's this go? Cause there's a lot of rabbit holes that just went down the last two weeks. We all know that it's going to be deep. Yeah. They're digging. They're digging. It's going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I, but I, and you, you always, you never take a political stance. That's why I thought it was so funny that, uh, it was Adam, was it Adam Snare who, who put your face as the, uh, stealing the Capitol? Yes. 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 Well, it's his idea. I put it there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, But I was like, I love that. You know, that was great because you are like the most, you were like the, you know, you're on the fence. Everybody's an idiot. Just fucking be nice to your neighbor. There was one person, there was one person, Mandy, who I'm still hoping for to save us. And she was on Rogan today, and that's Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, I don't know you who know. this is. Speak oh, her praises. Go listen to her. Okay. She's amazing. She oh. wants what's right for this country. Okay. Go listen to it. She's okay. the best. And she, she just blew, not blew, but she gave a lot of insight of just, what's happening. And yeah, maybe I shouldn't use that word. Yeah, she just blew him. She, she opened up the curtain to a lot of uh, ongoings that happens in the Senate floor, how they're all pressured. Like people will pressure her to vote for the party good, not for the person good, which we all kind of knew, but to hear it is really slimy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, because it's getting to a point where these people, they're like, I want to move up and I want to be the person who makes the change. And if it's like, it's like, let's equate politics to comedy where you take a chance and I'm going to do something weird that no one's done before. And they might boo me. They might kick me out. But I'm trying to do something that's a little different. And I'm going to try something and it might not work. And it might not work every time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure uh, Rogan was drooling at what she was saying, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't agree with her because there are so many people that can't see change and don't see possibility because they just see the framework that we already have. That's a really intellectual point you have there. And it's uh, obviously that you're not only the brains, but the beauty in the relationship with your husband. No, my, oh my God, are you kidding? He is so smart. He's the reason that I have all this fucking, not only the house that I'm in, because I don't know anything about percentages, finance, any of that shit. I signed my life away. I'm like, you could have whatever. I have no idea what any of that shit was. All all the podcasting shit, as as soon as we came home, we got fucking new computer. I got me lighting, you know, I've got monitors. He's, I'm all I'm all set up where I literally drag your up the Skype to up here so that I'm looking directly at my camera. I've we got the comments pulled up for Bonnie on the wildflowers every Wednesday from seven thirty to eight thirty. Um, so it's just it's great because um, he really like you need the other. It's the idea of the other. Like I see he sees possibility and potential in myself that I don't see and I see potential and possibility in himself that he doesn't always see. And that's how, that's what a partner is. You know, it's like, He's great. you, but he really I, is. I love your husband. No, he I know. Really I know you, you were like, I was, I told him specifically, I was like, Darren was saying, say hello to Glenn. And I'm like, nuzzle fucking Jess's fucking titties for me because you know, <laughs> I, I can see, see your husband. I see the genuine kindness and belief he has in you. You can see it. Yeah, no, you can't bullshit that. And that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's good because it's, it's held me to a standard, you know, and it's like, you know, it's, it's really good because it's like, I, I need that drive. Like I, I'm a competitive person. So once it's like, you know, like, and him being like, he's home right now, but like we made a, a point for this to be Friday and I could flip out on him right now and say, this is a Friday thing. And if you're home, you need to sit here and interview Darren with me. But you know what? It's like, you worked all week. Me and Darren will fucking have our own conversation and then we'll have you back. And it'll be a different conversation because, like I was saying before, no two snowflakes are the same, even though we're very right. similar. And even, and like, that's what's great about Bonnie and I with the wildflowers. It's always Bonnie and I. But with a guest, we're always a different show because the sure, third yeah. person is always adds to what the conversation's going to go to. And The other ingredient. Right, right. And it's yeah. we're always catering to them because we try to say we're the host. You're as a guest, just like a guest in a home because it says actually in my home. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, we're trying to uh, try to listen to them because we know we're on every week. And, you know, so it's it's just really great. It's um and God, it's 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 been an outlet during this pandemic. Thank God that I had this. And it gave me, Bonnie, me and Bonnie, actually, Bonnie and I, Bonnie, got us two sponsors, actually. Local sponsors. So it's people that we feel confident saying that they have, um, you know, that, that I feel confident saying that they have good business and good business practices and they're local. 
and for a small fee, they're going to sponsor us. And it's just that little bit of extra that's going to just up our, our show a little bit. And it's not that we're selling some random shit made in China. That's that, that's, you know what I mean? These are direct people that, that we know. Leave that to me. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, you know, this is like stepping us up. This is the next level of our podcast, like getting a, a, a sponsorship like this. Because I said, Bonnie, and now we put our business cards with wildflowers and where to find us in the fucking the beauty the salon. salon. Yeah. And yeah. like, and, and then there's women in there who aren't comics because face it, all our friends that are comics are done listening to us. Right. <laughs> they love us, Darren, but are they really going to listen tonight? Right. Absolutely not. <laughs> not of one, probably. They're going to be like, oh, Mandy and Darren hung out. Cool. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Next. That's what it comes down to. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I met them. I know them. I yeah, get I it. Yeah. But a woman in a salon that doesn't know me might be like, oh, that's interesting. That man's Absolutely. interesting. I never heard that's him smart. before. So you've got you've got a good business acumen for a creative person, which is interesting because most creative person people that I know of and myself don't have that. Like I'm terrible at business. The business side of it always have been so bad. And to be successful as a creative person, it's such an intricate part that sometimes we just forget about it. You know, I've there've been times where people said to me like, "Wait, you don't." you don't have a, a Facebook page, like a like page. I'm like, no, like, what do you, like, I just never thought of that. You know? I know. And I just what, want to write my jokes, get on stage, make people laugh and go home. That's all I want to do. I'm going to give you homework. Cause I don't have a, a Mandy Jones comedian page on Facebook either. And I really should. You should. Because you, Cause you, and you especially should, because I know with the kids and stuff, you do have stuff that more stuff gets jumbled. Does the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole podcast has its own group page. It better, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Good. And I, I have my own, that one does. And my personal one. And I always go back and forth as you know, how you interact on the page, because sometimes you'll be, uh, it doesn't even matter. You, you'll figure it out. If you need help, let me know. I'll help you create the page. <laughs> it's a whole fucking thing. I know. I know. And you it's a whole like a nother manager. You need a business manager just to handle that part of it. You really do. That's why I told you. I'm like, I'm gonna. You're like, you want me to sit on Skype for a minute? I'm like, no. It's gonna take me 45 minutes to change my password because I'm a 30 year old woman, and I've changed my password 10 times in the last 15 minutes, and it thinks I'm a fucking scam artist at this point. <laughs> but think about it. I mean, we did it. You know, we absolutely did it. And how many other actors though are doing zooms or whatever and have no idea what they're doing? They have assistants, so we're ahead of the curve. Right. I know that that's true too. I mean, it, it came down to, um, you know, it was a lot in the beginning when like my husband would be working at night and my mom would literally be texting me about like the poor quality. And I'm like, not now I'm the, I can't yeah. be the talent. And the, but she's like, you wouldn't want me to, to tell you the audio is mm -hmm. bad. And I'm like, I do want you to tell me the audio is bad. I just, <laughs> I can't do it all. You know, I'm breaking down here. But you so, know, so tell me. Just, I wanted to ask you before I forget. Now, before we go off on a tangent, and I know it's your show, and I'm not a rabbit hole. You. Go bring it. What, what's going? What's? Give me the the vibe and the feel of what's going on on Long Island, like the comedy scene. I know Governors isn't open. I know they're still operating out <laughs> of this radio studio. Like everything's changing, and I think we all know that when it does get back to normal. It's not going to be normal. It's going to be different. This whole scene is going to be totally different. Like, what's going on there? Um, I've seen out of, not that I wa watched personally, but Governors did a, they did do a virtual show, actually, where they had 
uh, some of their, what they consider top grade, you know, comedians or whatever, right. some of their people who frequent their stage, um, do a Zoom show. And I, I don't nonsense. know. What, to me, I'm sorry, but that's complete nonsense. I'm I, sorry, guys. I love it. It's a mortal technique. It's, uh, you know, bump it, burn it off the internet and bump it outside because the whole thing is, Darren, me and you give this out for free right now. When right. we fill a theater, when we do our fucking hour special for Netflix, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, I watched all that free content and had so much fun with Darren and Mandy over right. all those years and I will pay $25 to sit at their fucking, or 50 or whatever theater you're going to be in. And they'll right. sit to pay your jokes because they've loyally spent time and they've grown with you. People have grown with the Wildflowers and Bonnie and I. We've already done, we've already been on two networks where we've started at one place and then we brought it home and we've had, we changed programs that we were using. We've integrated different things like, and we've learned how to listen when, you know, and not talk over one another because that's, people can't, don't, can't grasp that on a podcast. Right. Well, one I have to say, you guys, what you've done I'm so proud of you guys because there's so much, and I'm not bad mouthing anyone, but so many people were able, due to the pandemic, pull themselves out of certain situations that allow them to become more creative on their own, more freedom, and owning their content. And you're, I see what you're doing. I watch you on Facebook. I see what's going on. And you guys should be proud of yourselves. You're doing it, which is friggin' awesome. And if only 40 people are watching, who the fuck cares? Because you know what? Eventually it'll be 45. Then it'll be 49. Just put the content out there. You guys are doing it. And and that's the thing. And it's creating the content. And, and, and then having when pe somebody finds you or someone loves you, they go, oh, my God, they have all this shit that they've done. And you st and, yeah. then, and then they go, holy shit, it's like finding Game of Thrones or some shit that people love. You know, where it's one of those things that has so many seasons of it. Um, and you get excited that there's all this content and you can, Oh, I'm going to watch in the beginning when they all fumbled and talk shit and didn't even know, how, you know what I mean? And all that. And you see, you see the growth. Um, and it, it really, it really is great. I mean, and it's, we're recording just a moment in history, just me and you right now. Like I'm not even trying right. to really be a clown. Like we're really just catching up as friends at the moment. Like but that's, but that's what makes this watchable. When right. people are interacting, being normal and natural and talk, the funny will come. We don't need to set shit up. I'm not a fucking clown. And that's why people will watch. This is interesting. Everything <laughs> else will come. I do have I do have a note that will make people laugh, though. You became quite a... Um, Jess already said she's afraid of the rattlesnakes and everything else down there. Uh, reds, but you became quite the nature boy. You were like a Steve. I was like, you need to do just like just you doing some nature bits like some some clips because i would clips. love to because have you seen any of the people who do they'll do they'll they'll just record and they'll just do the funny commentary like i see you doing like a steve Irwin, but just uh, not a steve Irwin, but a new right. york who's in florida observing a duck because that's like what you were already doing and i'm like this is great i love it because i'm not looking at ducks where I'm at right now on Long Island. I can the comedy scene's not great. I'm more interested in the duck you're looking at in Florida on Facebook. All right. So well, spring is coming. Spring's coming. So I'm going to be doing a lot of those. I just, I have to be careful because I promised Jessica, I wouldn't get too close to the water because there are fucking alligators out here, but spring's coming. It's going to be, I'll be posting them. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You I have to turtles around here, like giant turtles, Mandy, when I tell you. They're oh. fucking huge. They're fast. They have attitudes. They're all over the fucking place. This place is like a jungle. It's awesome. I fucking love it. I'm so happy. 
I wish everyone could move down here with me. All you guys, come here and stay with me. I want to start a comedy mafia down here in Florida. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not. I'm not against it. I mean, honestly, because no, I, no the, the wildlife thing is fun. Like, because it's like, I mean, oh, it's great. I mean, I see like a wild cat around here every once in a while. <laughs> it's so different coming from Long Island, and <laughs> there's nothing. Because, and I know people down here. Like even Lazo said to me, you know, because she's been down here for a while. It's like, you want to stay away from the, you know, wildlife sort of. It's sort of like the hacky bit down here. But I'm like, yeah, but to me and to all my people from Long Island, we've never seen this shit, right? We've never seen ducks before. 25A and seeing a fucking bird dinosaur with backwards knees running at you. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm filming this. My friends in New York need to see this. It's so much fun. Yeah, I wish everyone would come down here. You know, I understand everyone has other needs and and everything else that's going on. But as far as the entertainment industry, we're at a place where you could live anywhere and still perform and get booked and create your own content. So why not live where you're going to be most comfortable and happy? And that's probably the main reason why we picked up and left. Yeah. The quality of life is better. I'm happier. I know Jess says, I hate the bugs. She's her family's down here. We go away all the time. We go away this weekend. It's great. So it really was a good move. And I wish you'd all come down here. Well, I plan. I don't know exactly where they are in Florida or exactly where you are in Florida. I know Florida is a big state. Um, The Forgotten Angels Foundation, they build tiny homes for kids that age out of foster care. And Glenn's a carpenter. So him and I are going to, I can carry bags of sand. I can help. Uh, We're going to go and we're going to fucking help build some tiny homes for these kids what are you doing when are you doing that that's amazing well i talked to the woman the other night and she's actually going to get back to me um because they just are getting they actually jared weems uh he is a combat vet he is a uh he builds motorcycles he had he had a brain tumor he builds motorcycles and he built this custom bike and he raffled it off and it's still it hasn't been it hasn't been won yet you could still buy a ticket $25 doesn't go to Jared it goes $25 donation goes directly to the Forgotten Angels Foundation but the um the $25 entry gets you um it's a, a raffle ticket, a free raffle ticket to this bike. And then there's like, and there's like five prizes. I'll, I'll repost the link. So it's, so it's fresh again for everyone to do this because I know I bought into it. I'm going to buy, I'm going to get a fucking custom ass bike for my dad. And I donated fucking some money to these kids. But, um, it's a woman who, uh, was in the foster care system herself and she created this and it's giving, you have no credit. You have no stable home. Some people have a, have parents, but they just fucking suck and don't encourage you. And like, (laughs) so you need like, (laughs) find out, find out where the details for, because if it's down here near me, I, I'd love to help. Um, I was a carpenter. I was a framer years ago, so I could swing a hammer. And if it's near her, I'd love to help you guys do that. That's yeah. a great call. Yeah, no, absolutely. And she was like saying like when the when the bike gets raffled, which is in March, they'll have like the uh, I guess they'll be able to cash in on the money or use the money or whatever it is to then get this. They're building like 150 houses. That's awesome. And That's they're great. and they're also they're also they started where they converted a bunch of other. Um, like vessels, like small trucks and trailers that they then were adding to tiny to become tiny homes. But now they're like, 
They've, they're doing a whole new project, bought new land. It's this, it's this amazing thing that I fell into, and I don't want to have kids, biological kids myself, so, like, I'm just, like, if I could fucking just go down and help kids and just tell them everybody's a misfit and you're not going to fit in and just do what makes you feel comfortable <laughs> and tell everyone that's to go awesome. fuck themselves, like, that's what I want to do yeah. with my life, like... <laughs> So I will give you the details and I will re I will repost that for people listening because it's the forgotten angels and it's a fucking amazing, um, amazing cause. That's fantastic. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they want to have their dream is to be one in every state. Okay. As for kids aging out. So it's what? 17 and old, older. Yeah. 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 They're mostly 18 year old kids. They're like, you know, some of them are even younger cause it's like their parents or just, it's like a bad scene or whatever it may be. Um, and you're going to go to like, you're going to go to juvenile delinquent center or you could go to this place where you have a little sense of safety and security. Um, right. and it's predominantly boys at the moment, but, um, they wanted to open it up to, you know, boys and more, more girls rather, just because it's, it's a different thing, you know, having a 16 year old boy out on his own versus having a 16 year old girl out on her own. Yeah. Just unfortunately, unfortunately, that's a real, sure, rea yeah. uh, that's a real reality of the situation. There's um, more vulnerability there. Right. A woman, you know. Yeah, living by yourself. You know, they want more, the girls more bunked together, get more, you know, more commune right. style. But, you know, everyone needs their individuality and stuff. So it's just a logistics thing. But um, to fucking, it's a great cause and a bunch of people are getting involved in it. I'll repost Jared Weems' stuff. His mom, Nancy, the reason I found them is she is a devout fucking follower of the wildflowers and the calamity jones hour i'm not tuning i'm not watching who's tuning in right now she might even be watching but um she always tunes in she's from tennessee i don't even know how the fuck she found us i think through dan romano um and bruno and the, these guys that are out of state that are just loyal fucking supporters of what people are doing because they know like you said we're real people just having conversation yeah. and this is so much better personally i feel than watching regular television. I don't watch regular TV anymore. My kids are always, in, they're always yelling because I'm always on YouTube. I want to see what's going on or, or bouncing around because there's so much content out there that you can see that's so interesting for 15 minutes rather than sitting through, you know, 45 minutes of shit. Right, right. I know. Glenn and I, if it's if the movie's two hours long, we will not even put it on. We're like, that means there's 45 minutes that does not need to be in that storyline. Yeah. <laughs> our, brains, our brains are being programmed. To, to want that content delivered more quickly. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's like, it's fucking everything. And why is everything a series? That's another thing. We're like, it's a series. We won't watch it. Fuck series. Like, and people, <laughs> like, people love series because it's like, oh, you put yeah. it on for 22 minutes and then it's, it's cute or whatever. We're like, no. We like, we have very, it's got to be an hour and 25 minutes and it's got to be a movie or we're not fucking watching it. But Jessica doesn't like to start those series either. She's like, I don't like that start. And you have to know if you miss one, you're fucked or whatever. <laughs> and then you're going to like it and watch it without me or yeah. I'm going to like it with, watch well, it without you. That, it's, it's funny you say that because I've been thinking about this and I basically, I visually cheat on her every night. I wait for her to fall asleep so I can put on my fucking videos and my <laughs> movies and it has nothing to do with sex. I just want to watch hours and hours of how it's made, how they use a metal punch to make fucking cylinder heads for 1967 Camaros. It's so pathetic. 
<laughs> you gotta do it, though. You gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, if that's your fucking yeah. thing, man. I mean, and then women love the the mindless, like, we like the, you know, we were... The men hunted. That's why men are silent. Men hunted. And women gathered berries and fucking talked. So we like to watch the gossipy garbage. Right. You know, the more, like, you know, emotionally driven stuff. And then, like, I walk in. What's that? You watch those murder shows? Like the the Uh, ID, Most Wanted? Honestly, every time I'm at my in-laws, I find myself watching me and my husband are always just watching, like, the the Murder Your Spouse show. And it's just so funny that it's just because that's just the only thing on the TV. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we're always like this is just a funny coincidence that this is what's on uh no i don't put tv on like intentionally really um no i i mean i love cartoons i love big mouth and me too how funny is that big Ma- nick roll I, I fucking love nick roll i love the cart like all oh, did you see the the new one i think it's um the northwest or great the wild one great north it's the people who did Bob's Burgers. Okay, I got to check that out because I love John yeah. Benjamin or H. John Benjamin. Or yeah, really stuff. good stuff. Love him so much. I don't know his name. We're adults and we look forward to watching cartoons. What the fuck? No, well, the, because it's the cartoons are so great. Those cartoons are so good. You actually, I wanted to reference a cartoon earlier, but it was too early in the show. It's forty-four minutes in now. We can get into it. You, you had said something about life being like luck, and one of my favorite lines ever is "F is for family," which is the. Um, now I'm going to fucking forget his, yeah, Bill, yeah, Bill Burr's yeah, show. Yeah, and yeah. The, the neighbor yelled, because his, Frank's wife is hot in the, in the show. And the neighbor's like, yeah, you're a lucky man, Frank. And Frank's like, luck had nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's a great show, too. It's like, yeah. And I'm like, I just see this as like, this was his life. Like, even though I'm sure it's just like our comedy acts, it's ramped up. It's, um, you know, it's, it's amplified and all that stuff. But like, I feel like, like, like I'm like this was roughly his childhood. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Because you could hear Bill Burr's voice in every one of those characters, every one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just yeah. <laughs> whether they were yeah. a combination of people or whatever they are, yep. they're they actually, yeah. No, he he's great, and he's someone that could just fucking rant by himself. That's oh, a fucking. He's, just, he's incredible. He's incredible. He's the funniest person off stage. That you'll ever run into, when he and he's not trying to be funny. That's yeah. the thing about Bill. He doesn't try to be. He's just he will make you laugh, not even trying. He's amazing. He's one of the best. Uh, it's great. Yeah. No, honestly, I I had thought I've thought of a quote that me and my friend had said the other. This was quite a while ago, but the other day, she was like, some someone had said, "What's better, like sex or laughing?" And and we were like, "You can laugh with your grandma." So <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yes, laugh yes. Every but if time you laugh while having sex with your grandma, oh, oh, oh. inappropriate, oh. Jared. Well, let me tell you something. You <laughs> let have me tell you something lived. about luck. <laughs> <laughs> if you well, can laugh you put- with your grandma while you're fucking her, <laughs> I need my screen <laughs> button that we have on the wildflowers, where I got to tap out of the conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty goddamn good though i mean how good when you really think about it when we really laugh how good do you feel after that real that real laugh not the bullshit one the real one yeah no i know it's a it's a fucking high it's why i think we're adrenaline junkies as comedians like you saying like we're cool as cool as cucumbers on stage like i feel like i'm gonna get on king to before i perform 
And like, I love it. Like I love feeling that. And, and you're in the moment. It's like riding a motorcycle. Like you can't think about what bill is you're paying. You got to think about what joke you told and what the next joke is. You got to think about that. Like, you know, it's just like, that's the only thing I can equate it to. Cause my dad just, it's my dad and his Harleys. Like you can't be thinking about your bills. You need to be thinking about not yeah. fucking crashing your bike. And I'm sure it's, you it's the, focus. and it's the same with the longboarding. You have to, you know, you're looking at the pebbles in front of you. You're making sure you're not getting hit yeah. by cars. You're not thinking about that shit on the curio cabinet that you didn't fucking right. handle. Like, uh, or how you're going to pay the oil bill or whatever else it is. Yeah, yeah. My friend today, she's uh, she's a Buddhist, and she was telling me one of the things is just choose. Like when a, a thought comes around your mind, she said you just need to actually, she said just witness it. She said don't even like actually take on the thought. You just like let it go by you. And she said when you have a thought, like say you're at work and you're like, trying to do a task and you're like fuck I didn't call that guy back about or yet and like you like are literally composing an email to a client but you're like already already pissed at yourself that you didn't get back to somebody else and she says to herself choose like choose like choose where your mind is right now like get the task done in front of you like or if you're thinking about the dog needing to be fed when you're at work choose because your dog you you can't feed him right now anyways don't worry about it you know, right. just be focused and be in the moment and how important that is. And like, like even you saying like moving, you get rid of so much, like you got rid of a lot of stuff. I think like, I'm trying to do that with my house right now. We're painting one of the rooms in the upstairs and like that room being empty. I'm like relooking at all the shit that moved and it's like, all right, do I still need it all? Do I still need it all? Like it does, no, get like, rid of it. it's you know, like, and I have like, I have a basement. Does it need to go in a bin the, in the basement? It can, or I, I like, I'm like ripping up notebooks and shit. It's like, it's like, I gotta get, you know, it's like, and it's liberating cause we hold yeah, ourselves because, down. If you, just put it, if you just put it in the bin of the basement, it's just going to sit there. And it's just going to be, it's just going to be kindling if my house ever catches on fire. Get rid of it. Get rid of it all, man. It's the one, you know what? And you don't miss it. If you throw something away that you don't know, you don't miss it. I know. I know. I'll see like a shirt every once in a while in a picture. And for a moment, I'm like, oh, I wish I still had that. Not. It's already. It's a shirt. It was cute in that, in that photo. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't like really, really regret anything that I've ever given to the fucking donation center. You know, it's like. I, I, but so much, you know, it's the sisterhood of the traveling pants. I'm sure, you know, with your daughter and your wife, like that everyone just gives away bags of clothes. Because you can't throw, it's hard to throw those away. It's really hard. So feel bad. So you have to have somebody, you have to have 10 people sift through it. Yep. (laughs) Cause you pay good, cause you pay good goddamn money for this shit. And it doesn't well, you, fit. you don't have children. You don't have children. You're not going to have kids. So you're lucky because it's exponentially worse with children. Oh, my God. The art. Start with anything. Oh, this was the first bib he had when he shit his pants. Who the fuck cares? Get rid of it. Oh, but you don't understand. He was so tiny. I don't give a fuck. He's 19. Get rid of this goddamn shit. Who wants this garbage? <laughs> it was covered in human feces. Get rid of it. Yes. 
So no, in that I know. regard, you're lucky. But we do hold on to too much shit. We really do. It's because we're just, we're just creatures and we like our shit. And, and people who are, like, not people people are more of, like, hoarders. Like, and that's what I'm like. I'm like, I got to, like, get down on my, like, collection of clothing because it's seeming like I'm, like, not a people person right now. Like, it seems yeah. like I'm just hoarding some sh- a lot of shit. But it's it's just men it's just like the mental clutter, the physical clutter. But I, I think being in lockdown has definitely put a lot of pressure on all of us. But it's also like made us prioritize like what's actually important. Yes. I I say all the time and I don't want people to take it the wrong way, and if they do, you go fuck yourself, you're stupid. <laughs> but the lockdown, I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I had so much, spent so much quality time with the family. I was lucky enough that I was able to work from home. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, it sucked. There was a lot of shit that we couldn't do that we had to take it away from us. You know, people I know had plans and whatever, but we made the best of it. Yeah. You know, and I feel like so many of us have done that, like yourself as well, because you see there's so much create creativity coming out of this now. And People are changing the way they look at everything. I've changed the way I look at everything. I'm sure you have too. Oh, yeah. And I think it's it was bad, but it's good. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need poison to make you feel better. Yeah, no, I, 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 I absolutely agree. And like we were just both, both you and I, but me and my husband, we were both blessed to have jobs that I was able to work, work remotely. So I was staying safe and he was he works in schools, so he was out, but he was all, you know – safe socially distanced right. working you know the schools they don't let you just like be working without you you know they they were literally driving by making sure you had a mask on and shit like they were shutting shit down but um his company was was great they had all the fucking disinfectant wipes and you know what he was like i was eating skittles my husband does doors for a living and he's like he'll change like door hardware and rehang doors and he does all he does all carpentry but he was like three days before like Italy shut down. He was like, I was fucking eating Skittles and like changing doorknobs. Like, I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> like, I think we're going to be all right. Like we're, we're, you know, so it got to a point where like, you know, we have to start living. My dad said it to me when it first happened. He's like, man, you can get hit by a car tomorrow. You know, yep. like you can't, we can't just like put a mask on and never see your anybody or hug anybody again and never yeah. like, you know, it, me and Bonnie were doing the mask for a couple of weeks in quarantine. And by the third week or the fourth week, we said, we're bringing smiles back. We're two people. I was working remotely and she was, uh, you know, she's retired. So I was like, we not seeing smiles is physically affecting our human souls. Like, Absolutely. No, absolutely. That's a really good point. <laughs> and we're <laughs> like, go. No, because when you interact with people, it's. Everyone's face is covered. Like I'm smiling at people and I'm thinking in my head, they don't even know that I'm smiling. And it's, it actually, it affects your soul. It really does because you want that interaction. We're human beings. We need that positive, you know, a smile here or, or a wink there. And we're not getting that. And I think they're going to do a lot of studies. And you're going to see that it's affected people emotionally down the road. I mean, look at suicides are up, right? Oh yeah. No, I know it's bad. And it's because it's like when you sit, when you sit and think with your thought, like, and it used to be, you go to the bar and you would tell a stranger or you'd sit in the cat and you tell a stranger, maybe some of your darkest secrets and you'd let some of that air off. But now you're just stuck with your family where you can't air out any of that random aggression or that random yeah. outlet where we would go, to open mic and you say some shit, ah, my fucking, you know, whatever. And you just fucking 
jokingly just let off some semo. You say this right. is my therapy. You joke about how much you don't like your job, even though you're so happy, thankful you have a job, or whatever it may be. But like, we don't have that like strange microwave interaction anymore with people. Where you like, you just like, you know, when you go on vacation and you like fucking become best friends with a person, like it's like right, the microwave yeah. relationship. Yep, yep. It's like that happens overnight with people with like secrets and outlets and things like that, and like they're un- unable to do that now. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's to- taking a toll. And yeah, smiling and nodding at strangers, I think it's taking a toll on all of us. Like, it's just it's, hugging people, you know. Like, oh yeah, I miss hugging people. Like. I'm. I miss my friend. Like I hug my friends. I'm just. I hug people. I'm sorry. I'm just. You know. I'm happy. And it's just. It's just so weird because some people are like, hmm, and you don't know what to do. I don't want to upset people, and I don't want to be the older oh, guy that like, oh, he doesn't care about COVID. You know, no. it's so fucking uppity. You know, I respect you. I just want to get back to normal fucking human beings. I want to be, go back to being a monkey and picking fucking gnats off your hair. I want to be normal. I want to throw shit at the window. When is it gonna happen? We're I know. So fed up. It's enough already. I know. I know. And that's the thing. Me and you, we we just have to be the transformation. You just have to be the like this. There's not a new normal. It's dude. No. Life is changed. Get with the fucking program. We're making the new normal. That's what we have to do. We yeah. are going to have to make it. We've always been creating the future, guys. It's just now it's really fucking prevalent that there's a a fine line about which direction we're gonna fucking go in. Because we people had are soft so long. Think about it, Andy. So long. I know because they were so good. They were, were burning spoiled. bras. They were listening to music. People were chilling. Oh, God, <laughs> it was amazing. We were getting pot legalized everywhere. Right? It was insane. And then this <laughs> happened. We had it so good, so good. Well, you know, it's this is what happens when. This is why we can't have nice things, guys. <laughs> 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 and seriously, you know, we had to just yeah. and break it. Um, but no, I, but I, I, I think it's good. As but, we said before, as horrible as it is, and it may be a cliche, Mandy, I think this was something good that we needed. It's sort of going to cleanse this country and all of us as a whole. It, yeah, and it definitely cleansed, like, I know, circles of friends and families and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's that's your take on it? Yeah, right. Got it. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Remind me to save money on my your fucking Christmas gift next year. Yeah. You know, isn't uh, it amazing how many people are coming to light? And you're like, wait, you you agree with that? Okay. <laughs> I unfollowed so many people when it when everything got really crazy because I'm like, you are not informed, and I don't have cable in my house, and I don't need you piping in when people were all going live during the protests in the very beginning. And I'm like, I'm watching this shit, waiting for like such fear incited in me because everyone wanted to get the like next treacherous thing. So they're out there filming, and it's also like the the phones your your shield out there, kind of. You know, if you're not gonna fucking punch somebody in the face, your phone is your evidence. And right. it's just like I I just unfollowed all these people, and I was like, you know what? I have a podcast where I spread message of love, and they can see my shit. I don't need to see yours. Uh, you know, if you fucking try to direct message me or call me or whatever, I'll fucking, I could block you on messenger or that kind of thing. But anything like that, it's like the one guy, he didn't like the way I was, I was calling cops. I was referring to them as pigs several times. And Rich Schultes had already said, 
I do not agree with this lady. And we then I continued to poke at it and make a joke of it just because we had already previously, he had already said, I don't agree with her calling them pigs. And my, my, my grandfather was a fucking police sergeant and my dad taught me to call them bacon, refer to them as bacon. That was, that just, it's just how the, it's how, it's, it's the, how the generations got, work. But the fact that someone got so upset over a word that you used is ridiculous well he said he it's will, ridiculous he said he will no longer watch the show and at one other point we had had a, uh he thought he said did just many think i'm an asshole because at one point he had commented and there was like an interaction where i was like ah you know i say asshole is a in a very endearing way you know i love assholes you know i'm very yeah i'm very I, you know so when the way it came up and i passed him by quickly i actually commented to him after with the fact saying I, I meant no disrespect that was not it came out wrong it was just in passing I was actually on your side if you re, like whatever right. but then he direct messaged Bonnie about the the pig comment and I'm like I'm not gonna go grovel for you to fucking for me to change my language when you can't get with the the message that I'm saying you're just hearing the words you're not hearing the message yeah. like you said you're caught up on the word all right every time I say pig think I'm saying law enforcement agent and then just fucking go with the fucking thought you know people get hung up they get hung up in their own retard loop that's what it is you know it's just in their head and no matter what they want to get their way done and that's how it goes and who was that was that dan romano right no 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 it was not dan romano it was actually dan romano came on and uh somebody was said was was it was actually an interaction that he was part of because the word asshole came up because Dan was around. And it was, like it's I said, funny. it's a loving term. And then it got taken wrong because there's a lag and fucking. But I'm not going to grovel to you to watch my show. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. It's free. It's, it's free. free. Like, what do I have to do? You want me to start paying you to watch me? No. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Do I need to Venmo you to watch every Wednesday and comment? <laughs> misogynistic stuff only anyways ever so you know darren uh you were a fucking trooper i only had you till nine and it's nine thirty-four. we're at an hour and one minute i want you to plug the rabbit hole podcast more tell me exactly so we want to find the rabbit hole podcast on youtube on YouTube, you can go through on Facebook. You'll see the links on the page. But we request that you go through YouTube and watch the full episodes there. You don't even have to watch it. Just subscribe. I don't give a shit if you watch it. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Eventually, something will come along that you like and you'll listen to. And you'll like it or you want. And like I said, who the fuck cares? It's free. Yes. Free. And, and we are we are doing it for the audience and for the people that are at home not wanting to watch uh, the mindless TV. But we are also doing this for ourselves. So uh, like you saying, like, who cares if it's 40 people? It's 40 people that I actually either personally know or know from the Internet and have interacted with after right. the fact. So it's like these are real connections that I'm forming. And it's like, does that make me a bad person? No, I don't really oh. think so. I really I really don't like I really think that. Glenn holding me to this standard that we were talking about and us setting a precedent to you having a podcast that now you have to, you got to show up for it now. Right. You scheduled it. Now you got to do it. And it's, it's good right. now because now every week you're going to try to add to it. And one more thing we can add and one more, you know, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and it keeps growing. And before you know it, it changes and you have your following and it's just, it's the process. It's, it's branding and it's just sanity. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. It's Bonnie and I. We we always say we'll stop doing it when it stops being fun. And yeah. Right now we're having fun. So, I Darren Dylan, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, I really thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Not only did we get through the Skype fucking hurdles, um, we talked about we co- we covered a lot of ground tonight, and yeah. we had a lot of fun. Um, and we had Jessica do had a, a little cameo. Yes, who could forget? No, Jessica Dillon is a angel. She really is an earth she angel. Really I met you guys. I met you guys before I ever saw your act. So I met you as a human before, I, and you we interacted. You didn't even see my act until I I was on put up shut ups like. You didn't right. even, you know, we were friends and friendly we with each before. other yeah. before we even knew each other's acts. So, like, the, we come from a personal place. It's literally just two friends having a chat. And so, uh, like we said, all our friends will not watch this, but all these people that might not recognize one of us may watch it. Oh, you're this. my friend, too. You're our new friends. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in. If you did, we weren't watching the comments tonight. Um, we love you forever. We really do. Darren, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. So good seeing you. Subscribe to the Rabbit Hole podcast, everybody. We're yeah, going to repost it. I know Robin did. We love Robin. Wow. Bye. Take care. Be good. Yeah, let me end the broadcast. Too much of a blur, glare, because I can't see. I'm a blind bitch. Thanks. Hey, we're live. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're looking live at the Calamity Jones Hour. We're a little late, but it's a Calamity Jones Hour. It's not even usually 60 minutes. It's usually over 60 minutes or maybe 59. Anyways, we're running a little late today because I'm a 30-year-old woman and this gentleman has the patience of a saint. Um, I've done Skype before. I've done Skype podcasts before, but the 